Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Storm pushes into the northeast. We are looking at about eight inches of snow possible. High stakes at the high court. Two challenges to President Biden's COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Judge to act in Arbery murder. Does he levy a sentence of life without parole or life with parole? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. More than 50 million people are being blitzed by a winter storm that's dumped ice and snow from the Tennessee Valley to the northeast. This man in New Jersey saw it coming. Got bread and milk gas in the cars. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. As many as 30 cars and big rigs stranded and backed up for miles after a dozen or more vehicles were involved in a pileup on the Western Kentucky Parkway. Lexington saw snowfall of almost 10 inches. Nearby Interstate 75 was also shut down by the fast-falling snow, leaving motorists stranded for hours. I'm a diabetic. I have no food in my car. I do have some water. In Tennessee, Nashville saw nearly whiteout conditions with more than half a foot of snow. Crews in Virginia were seen salting Interstate 95, hoping to avoid the massive tie-up that snarled traffic for hours just three days ago. CBS News meteorologist Dave David Parkinson on the hours ahead. The snow is going to be coming down at a pretty decent clip throughout New England on up into the Boston metro area. There are going to be a couple of spots that probably eke out a 10-inch snowfall total. Now to Washington, where the U.S. Supreme Court hears two challenges to the Biden administration's vaccine and testing mandates. The rules require workers at large companies be vaccinated or submit to regular testing and masking. They also apply to many health care workers. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh told CBS News Radio in November the rules will help with workplace transparency. You won't have names of people who are vaccinated or not vaccinated, but what you'll have is numbers. You'll be able to see it. Corporate, religious, and Republican opponents of the rules, however, describe them as a government overreach and a matter for Congress, not the White House. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. The World Health Organization characterizes the latest global surge in COVID cases as a tsunami, with a record 9.5 million last week, up 71%. Here in the U.S., health officials have been criticized for confusing and shifting guidance. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on CBS Mornings on what to do after testing positive. Isolate for those first five days. After those first five days, make sure you're feeling better. If you're feeling better, then you really can go out, but you need to go out and you need to be wearing your mask all the time. So what does that mean? It means don't go uh, joining lunchrooms with your colleagues because you have to take your mask off to eat. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to gyms. 
places where you might take your mask off to exercise. Don't go visit your immunocompromised or elderly family because those last five days, you still may have a little bit of infectiousness in you. We want to make sure you're wearing your mask all the time. For a third straight day, no school in Chicago as talks go on with teachers over remote learning and COVID classroom safety. In California, there have been school closures and a sick out is planned by teachers today in Oakland. This morning, a Georgia judge is due to sentence the three white men who chased down, cornered and killed black man Ahmad Arbery nearly two years ago. The verdicts came just before Thanksgiving. Members of Arbery's family are due to speak in court. His mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, spoke with Gail King on CBS Mornings. Justice looks like um, having all three men that are responsible for the murder of Ahmad going to jail for the rest of their lives. With no parole? With no parole, yes, ma'am. Under Georgia law, the convictions carry that mandatory sentence of life in prison. It's up to the judge to determine if there's a chance to earn parole. Prosecutors decided against seeking the death penalty. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The only two Republicans to take part in a moment of silence in the House to honor law enforcement officers a year after the Capitol attack were Wyoming's Liz Cheney and her father, the former vice president, Dick Cheney. He was critical of the current GOP leadership. It's not a leadership that resembles any of the folks I knew when I was here for 10 years. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Michigan, a state where Republicans and Democrats are jostling after the turmoil of the 2020 election. The war over the future of our democracy continues to escalate. Michigan Democratic Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson worries it will happen again. We're facing an uphill battle given the real coordinated, concerted strategy to lie to individuals to achieve political gain. Two-thirds of Republicans believe the 2020 election was fraudulent. Republicans in Michigan are using a quirk in the state constitution to change election laws without the governor's signature. Jamie Rowe runs the Michigan group Secure My Vote, which critics say is working to make it harder to vote by proposing new voter ID requirements and preventing officials from sending unsolicited absentee ballot applications. We need to do some stuff to tighten up the uh, way absentee ballots are handled. Secretary of State Benson called that misguided and unnecessary. It's been a tense and violent time in Kazakhstan. (laughs) Dozens have died in anti-government clashes with authorities. Now the country's president has given shoot-to-kill orders to his forces. Russia has sent troops to the country. Well, President Biden goes to Colorado today to inspect the heartbreaking fire damage north of Denver. KCNC-TV's Rick Salinger. What the president will see is a dismal landscape in black and white. More than a 1,000 homes and businesses burned to the ground, now topped with several inches of snow. 
Damage is estimated at over $500 million. In Woburn, Massachusetts, Angelina Gonsalves can't quite believe what came in the mail. This was written December 6th, 1945. It was written by her husband, Army Sergeant John Gonsalves, to his mom when he was stationed in Germany. When I think that it's all his words, I can't believe it. It's wonderful. And I feel like... I have him here with me. Gonsalves died in 2015. That letter was found in a Postal Service distribution facility in Pittsburgh. The latest music star to cash in is positively legendary. John Legend has sold his catalog to KKR Credit Advisors and BMG Rights Management. That's according to Bloomberg. Financial details not disclosed. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. He was celebrated, then he was ostracized. A Hollywood director who also had some acting parts along the way has died at 82. Peter Bogdanovich's first major break came at a Hollywood screening. Sitting right behind me was Roger Corman, and he said, I read your stuff in Esquire. Would you ever want to write a movie? That was the start. Soon he was writing and directing. In 1971, his breakthrough hit The Last Picture Show, Two years later, Paper Moon, starring nine-year-old Tatum O'Neill and her father, Ryan. I want my money. You took my $200. Will you quiet down? You hear? I want my $200. Hold on. Just hold on. Bogdanovich was part of a new generation of directors in the 1970s, which included Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. 
And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts